He does so much. I had to get some water. That one song. Whew. It gets on up there. Sounds like twitching or something. All right. Well, I've been really thinking really hard and and a lot of things that's been going on and different other things. Turn out a little bit. A lot of things have been going on with different situations and stuff and I got thinking, what was God put on my heart? Well, I've been having some issues myself, you know, different situations, work, different things, family, different other things. And I, I, I kept thinking about, the Bible talks about what you sow. I've been thinking about that a lot here lately. And the more I thought about it, the more I got to thinking, you know, this is what God's put on my heart. And I was supposed to have me a, a demonstration here, and I, I forgot to get it. But uh, I want your picture a, a big old bowl right here, okay? And this bowl, there's a bunch of sunflower seeds or beans. There's something really going on with that speaker. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> a lot of, like, beans or whatever you plant as a farmer. I'm not, I didn't, I grew up on a farm, but as far as planting stuff, didn't really plant a whole lot. My dad did some peppers, but that comes as a plant. He just stuck in the ground. But think about all that. Think about the seeds. And then once you think about, you just reach in your handful and just start eating them seeds. Think about this. You know, I got to think about every seed you eat, you're eating the, the force of your faith. The Bible tells us to plant seeds and let them grow. As a youth pastor, as a children's pastor, even as a pastor of a church, that's challenging, really challenging. When you're challenged to plant seeds and let them grow. As you, you think more and more on life, you, you, you think the process of a seed growing, you think a process, you get aggravated. Like you plant that seed two years ago and now nothing still happened. You planted that seed seven years ago and nothing still happened. It gets aggravation. It gets real discouraging. But then I think about more. Planting a seed takes, you sow it, time, work, then it's harvest time. You know, and my row I live on, um, you, sometimes you drive by and you see somebody planting tomatoes, different times. You'll see that, and you'll see my neighbor across the street for sure last year planted a bunch of stuff. And he'll come home and say, You know, I just can't handle it. And he said, I, I plant everything and then I'm gone. I get back, everything's dead. So he just gave up and plowed it over. His, my neighbor going over there, sometimes the other day, she'd be getting tomatoes out of his garden. And I said, Bro, you're, you're planting fine. She's just taking all your growth. <laughs> What? I said, yes, every week she's over there in your garden. Oh, that's where it's going. <laughs> so, you know, we, sometimes you don't see the, the, the fruit of your life. Sometimes you don't see that. But I'm going to tell you, when you plant that seed, here's a good thing for you. When you plant that seed, when that plant comes up, it can make more seeds. And that's how sometimes we got to understand our lives, that sometimes we think that nothing's, going, nothing's happening, but we're planting that seed. So here's my question for you. You know, sowing seeds... Don't just mean you're going out here talking to this person or you're going to talk to this person. Someone sees also starts at home. Let me tell you that. You know, I am world's guilty. I'm not the best husband by no means. You can ask Brittany, Monica, Donna. You can ask them. They'll tell you. <laughs> by the world's most, I am not the best husband. Because one time I tried to get advice from them and it was, should not went there. I learned that quick. I like, ooh, never mind. <laughs> I go ask the guys. <laughs> But that's just what I'm talking about. 
But have you planted seeds? I'm talking to the husbands here first. Have you planted seeds your wife? Have you told her she's beautiful lately? Have you encouraged her to stay strong, whatever she's going through? Have you, have you told her that, you know, everything's fine? Have you just encouraged her a little bit? That's planting seeds in your marriage. That will grow into more. If you took time with your children, sit down with your kids and say, everything's going to be okay. I know you're going through this in life. I know you're going through that in life. I know you're aggravated with this person, that person. Plant that seed. It will grow. You know, it, sometimes it takes one person to walk in a room. And the room could be this all, all over the place, all over the place. And one person can walk in a room and change the whole room atmosphere because they planted a seed there. I'm telling you, I've seen it in my own eyes. And then the question is asked, you know, well, Brother Jason, I, I planted seeds in my family. Or I've, I've done this and I've done, but here's the part. Don't get discouraged when you're planting. My wife took, was it four or three plants? I forgot how many plants we got in our house right now. She's got tons of plants in my living room. She put them around my electronics, and I thought, no, 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 no. You got to move that. It's not going to make no mess. And it watered everywhere. It's supposed to be not water leaked the bucket, but it leaked everywhere. But what I'm getting to is with this situation, she, she took these plants, and one morning they looked, they looked like they were going to die. They looked bad. And she added this a little bit of water. Well, what, 30 minutes later, they looked like they were brand new again. It's amazing how that works. So here's my thing. When, when you see someone that you have planted a seed in, you see that person struggling, add a little water to them. Uplift them a little bit. But when they tell you, well, Brother Jason, I've, I've done this, I've done that. And I told you earlier, first you got to sow it. It takes time. You got to work it and harvest it. I once told Pastor JB, we were sitting there talking about some stuff. And... uh Somebody's like, would you go down and preach at a casino? Would you go down and preach at a local bar? Would you go preach here or preach there? This was my comment. You can't clean the fish until you catch it. And that's truth. You can't expect someone to walk through that door and live a Christian life because they walk through that door. You can't expect that person first came to know Christ, that all of that switch. We, we want that, right? But we have to invest our time in that person. You have to catch that person first. You know, life is short. And this is where I'm getting, I'm going to get really deep right here. If I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. It's Brother JB's fault. <laughs> but life is too short sometimes to take, life is too short. And I'm, people have told me, my wife would tell you this, I like, I'm a people pleaser. She said, you like to make everybody happy. You can't make everybody happy. We all know that. But if you look at, if you look at, my life, I'm always, I seem like I always try to go a step farther to make, I'm a peacemaker, I guess you can say, a step farther to make peace with somebody, a step farther to make it more comfortable with someone in a situation, a step farther. I don't know how many times I got to go to back, but I've learned something. And this is the most hardest part. Sometimes you got to love family from a distance. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Sometimes you got to love them from a distance. You gotta love them from a distance. You planted a seed, you gotta love them from a distance. It's not disrespectful, it's protecting the gift that God's gave you. You have to love them from a distance. And I, I struggle with that a lot. I really do. Because you know, you, you want to be able to do more stuff, you want to, to be able to do that with them and hey, be there for them. But I've learned if you get tangled up and you're worrying about, you're, you planted a season you're, and you're getting tangled up because you're seeing things happen and it doesn't make any sense for you and you stay around that too much, you start wondering about stuff. You start, you start doubting stuff. 
So sometimes you got to love family from a distance, even though it may, it may be hard for you. But in Proverbs 11, verse 24, it tells us, one man gives freely, yet, another, yet gains even more. I ain't, JB preached a really good sermon this morning. Really good sermon on giving uh, out of your heart and giving. You know, and when I heard that message this morning, I got thinking about the same thing with sowing. You know, you, you sow your blessing in return the more you sow. You know, if we, if we took, if God gave you ability to talk to people, God gave you ability to, to counsel people and you choose not to, not to use it, that's your, you're eating your harvest. You're just eating it away. So my challenge to anybody from this church today, you know, if, if you haven't took that time and, and put sowing in your family, sowing in your wife, sowing in your kids, it, you know, your kid could be 40 years old. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. My mom, my mom and dad calls me probably three times a week. And if, if my mom sends me a text and I don't respond to that text within five minutes, I get another text. And if I don't respond to that text in five minutes of that text, I get another text and another text. And then she you didn't answer my text messages. You know, she wants to say she wants to know how I'm doing. And that, and that may go for a lot of parents in here. I don't know, but that's how my mom does me and my dad does me. But they, they were showing stuff in you, and, and they just want to hear say hello. You know, and sometimes as parents and as husbands, we get busy. Life gets, life gets hard for us, you know, work schedules, getting crazy, everything. And I'm like to tell you, my wife, she probably was thinking, mm-hmm, you over there talking about, mm, but you sure ain't doing it. So my wife would tell you, I'm not the perfect husband. But I will tell you this, within the past six months, I've learned so much where sewing is so important and where having the ability, if you skip and you don't really invest in your children, if you don't invest in your marriage, you don't invest in what you're doing, it will crumble quick. Kids face stuff nowadays that we never heard of. Really never heard of. I have, sometimes I get the biggest headaches. And I tell JB, you got to find somebody else, bro. You got, we need to start looking. Anybody want to? Because sometimes it gets rough. But I'm going to tell you, we keep investing. I, I had, I'm almost done, but I had a, a teenagers that I invested in years ago. One of them got married recently. She's a school teacher. She goes to church faithfully. Real on fire for God, always has been. Real strong Christian. And she came to me about a month ago, maybe a little longer a month ago, and she's struggling at church. She said, Brother Jason, I just I don't feel like that's where I belong anymore. I invited her here. I said, Well, come see us. Oh, you're 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 not Baptist no more. No, I'm not, but come see us. So she ain't came yet, but I, I figured she will. But I invested in her, and I've seen her grow as a Christian, as a Christian woman. I got another kid. I've seen her grow. I've seen this ones grow in the youth, and they grow up, and they get married, and they have kids, and now they're bringing their kids to church. That's seeds that planted. Now you're seeing other seeds grow from that. So my challenge is for each other. I know Sister Monica, she gets back here. I know sometimes she wants to, because I know it gets pretty rough back here sometimes, especially when you got 10 to 15 or 20. That's rough. That's rough. In the youth room, sometimes, we, we, the most we've had at, at one given time, sometimes anywhere from 10 to 11. And that room at one time was so echoey, me and Jared lock out there with a headache. Kim was like, it didn't bother me none. How did it not bother you none? My ears be ringing. And it just, it'd be so loud in there. So we'd, we'd done some things, and it's still loud in there. So we don't, we don't know if we're going to get rid of loudness, but... 
We plant and season these kids every day. As adults, you plant seeds in your friends that you don't even know you're doing. As a, you know, I, when I was in law enforcement, when things happened and I was able to talk to someone, sometimes a strong, stern voice is what they needed. Now, I know most of you here don't have a problem with that. You can get a strong voice because sometimes that's what it takes, y'all. Sometimes that seed needs to be really planted and not softly planted. And I have learned that in my walk. You know, people tell you, well, you, you, you can't act like that, Jason. Uh, no, see, here's where you're wrong at. The Bible tells me to serve him. And if I have to get loud, I'm still serving him. If I have to get to loud to a point and I have to grab you and pull you over, hey, let's talk. It's the same thing in my opinion. Bro, JB gets on me sometimes. He'll say, now, Jason, you need to calm down a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. But I also learned as a youth pastor, it's easy to ask forgiveness than it's permission. But uh, I've learned that. I've learned that here. But all, all joking aside, y'all, please, if there's someone that you've been wanting to invest in, there's just someone in the church that you really want to reach out to and, and plant a seed, and see, just do it. You know, we're not, when we get to heaven and we get before Jesus, he's not going he's, he's, he's to care who you may mad. He's not. If you invest in someone and they get mad at you because you invested in them, that's that love from a distance. God's going to get mad at you for that. If he don't try, it's no story. The Bible tells us at least try. You know, uh, Jared's father-in-law, talking to Jared's father-in-law, it's intimidating sometimes. I, Jared, you're a strong man. Because let me tell you, talking to that man, terror, it just, it, I don't know what about him. But when he sits down and talks to me, uh, yes, sir. I get. I don't get nervous. I'm glad he's not my father-in-law. I put it like that. I, I don't get. I don't get nervous. But man, when I talk to that guy, it's like, whoo! You know, here we go. It's like well, Bird James. When I first met Bird James, I felt the same way. But uh, his his father-in-law. When I was talking to him, he, he was telling me something. He, he, and he said something to me. Sunday, what day was that? Saturday night. And he says well, we have to love them for who they are but teach them what is right. You know, we want them to change, but if we don't love them, they're never going to change. I said, that's the same thing my pastor says. I said, Bird JB says the same thing. And he says, that's where, that's where he's at. They're going through some stuff in their association, and he's fighting with it. And he's told me the seeds, he, he, he didn't say seeds, but he's planting stuff at this church that he's at now, and he's hoping that through his planting there, that when he leaves that church that, he will see fruit from his labor. He told me, I can do anything I want. Their last pasture was Luku. And I said, do what? He said, yeah, that last pasture was a woohoo. He says, these people don't know what a real pasture is. So he's trying his best there. And he, he says he's got some challenges, but he was like talking to him, was just like, you know, it's, it was refreshing. So here's my challenge for you the rest of the week. It may be a coworker you got at work that needs some seeds planted. It may be a family friend you haven't reached out to in a while that needs some seeds planted. It may be your own kids that you need to talk to and put some seed planted. Maybe your spouse. I don't know. I told my wife the other day, she was saying something. I said, honey, I still, I still love you. It's just, you know, sometimes I get angry. And I had, a, I had a friend tell me once this, and this is a good marriage tip for all us men. If anybody ever asks, you fight, say no. I had a preacher tell me it's called intense fellowship. So I use that, and it works pretty good. 
JB, could you come and uh, lead us in prayer or play music wherever you, however you want to end it?